So you're Happy. saying Fall Guys stole your idea? Are you saying Fall Guys stole your idea then? Remember when we celebrated two weeks ago that we had a studio to record and we wouldn't ever do Zoom podcasts again? Okay, Arthur, why, why are we coming back to, to Zoom? Our, our because nation. Because there's a, a little thing called the global pandemic and we are trying to be responsible by not gathering and uh, recording our episodes from social quarantine. Like on when we started the podcast during quarantine, we were getting back to our roots and there's a whole new quarantine for us to record podcasts on. So in two weeks, we'll be back to our... St- <laughs> oh, you wish. Oh, you wish, man. Oh, it's not hey, happening. Hey, you know what? In two weeks, maybe, maybe if we we're lucky, in two weeks, we can go to a park and record an episode, you know? <laughs> record a boost mic episode on the beach. Most, most like big beach yeah. episodes. So, so we become at that point we become an anime, you know. If we have our, if, if we have our, oh. our beach episode, we become an anime. Oh, no. Okay. All right, boost mic the anime, man. I'm into it. Umi. And welcome back to another Zoom episode of Moose Mike. We are going a, a quick, hopefully a quickie and fun one. Uh, we're talking about the Game Awards. It's award season on video game lands, and the video game gods are coming down from their Mount Olympus of video games to award us with video games. Uh, by the way, the, we, we were doing this, you're going through the Game Awards, Jeff Keighley's Game Awards website, going through the categories and talking about our own opinions on the awards themselves and what who we think should win, shouldn't win, and whatnot. Except for the esports, because we <laughs> yes. don't know jack shit about esports. Yeah, we are avoiding the esports like the plague they are, and the toxic, toxic wow. environment they are, and we're not touching wow. esports. Wow. We're sticking ourselves through actual video games. <laughs> I'm sorry if you're an esports fan. I'm not. And I there, there you go. We went back to our roots. Arthur <laughs> cheating on something. There, there we go. I, I We're care. back on track. I, I couldn't care about lots of esports. We're going through video games. Uh, if you guys want to say anything before we just uh, hit the list and talk about whatever about these video games. Uh, well, for me, I think it's cool. First of all, like we were discussing, I think a couple of episodes ago, the relevance of video games with Ryan and how it has become more like a mainstream thing instead of like just like nerdy troll guys God. like sitting in their basements playing or something and, and now like this event it seems kind of like it's not quite there with the Oscars of course in, in mainstream or, or whatever but I wouldn't like think so far off it's going to be something like that you know God, man, that was like two COVID waves ago man I don't remember that kind of stuff the podcast with Ryan time, time is strange uh, it is, and uh, to your point, Rodrigo, yes, the Game Awards is a very, very fancy show. I don't know if you guys ever watched it live. I used to watch it live back when it... Uh, I, pro- I normally watch it live, actually, because they also have game announcements on it, which is pretty dope. And I believe they, they announced the Xbox Series X on it last year, if memory serves. And it's a pretty cool show to watch. It's very, it's very high tier. It's very, like, fancy. People go in suits. They, they rent a huge theater in LA to, to make the show. And if you're, like, into video games and video game uh, entertainment, streamers, YouTubers, you see that they filled up the front seats with a bunch of personalities. So, like, I'm a Funhouse fan. The whole Funhouse crew was normally, like, you can see them on the cameras and the seats. Uh, James, Elise, like, those people. So it's a fun. If you're, like, into video game culture, it's a fun I think Jeff Keighley describes the celebration of the good things that video game culture brings, and I think that's a very healthy, very fun thing to do. It's kind of like the Oscars. But yeah, but it's less elitist, I'd say. Like, I feel like the Oscars got to the point where the Academy, they, they go by the Academy, right? And they're very, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, they have their nose very held very high. It's very, 
only the, the, the best of the best. And talking about inclusive, like we're going to talk about the debut game, right? The category where yes, our first category, if you want to dive right into it, is a, a best debut game, which is for the best debut game created by a new independent studio. So it's an indie game, but it's the first game by a, an indie studio. So we have uh, this is going to be a very good one because this is going to show how how much we don't play video games. <laughs> I play that. But we have a few good options here. We have Carry On. Never heard of it. Phobia Game Studio and Devolver. Devolver is pretty great. We have Mortal Shell, which I've heard good things about from Code Symmetry and Playstack. We it's kind of like Dark Souls, right? At, so I've been told, yes. It's kind of like Dark Souls, but it's next, I believe. I don't really know. I'd probably just fuck that up. There's okay. R- Reggie, the Unancient Epic from Nodding Head Games. No idea what that is. There's R- Roki, Polygon Treehouse. And there's Phasmophobia, that's the one I play the most out of these from Kinetic Games. Uh, I care of that one. I, I think he's going to take it overall. Like, it, it, Phasmophobia from, from... has been a sleeper hit on the, the streaming world. Like, it's Plus just it a... given it's Given me, who doesn't pay attention to new video games all that much, and I've heard of Phasmophobia, I think that kind of speaks to I, its I've, popularity, right? I've played Phasmophobia, and to bring this like movie terms, I guess, it's essentially the the paranormal activity of horror games, right? Very simple, seems to be very cheaply made, but it's very good at ambiance and getting you in the mood to get scared, right? It's if you remember the first paranormal activity, the first one that freaked everyone out, it's kind of like the vibe I get from Phasmophobia. It's kind of horror. But but I have a question, like I haven't played it yet, but supposedly it's like a multiplayer online, right? It's it's four player co-op, yes. But do you actually get scared while playing? Oh, because yes. Carry On is also a very... I haven't played Carry On, but I have seen gameplay of it. Carry On seems very interesting. But I, I guess just by virtue that I played more, I'm gonna, I am gonna. think for me it's Phasmophobia. Yeah, it's, it's the one that I have heard the most, so probably he's yeah. the one taking it away. Uh, Carry On is Devolver. Devolver is a great uh, publisher. I love everything you do. And Carry On is a fun game. It's a... 2D game about you play like this meat monster that escapes a lab. Oh, wait. And you're like yeah. eating people. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you're yeah, becoming no, a. Oh, it's I it's have like seen the some gameplay of that. It's like yeah. the final mission of Inside. It was the whole game yeah. out of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like that you're playing the like. I really like their uh, their animated trailer. Yes, the thing is, I'm, I'm really into trailers. I really just enjoy, any, especially animated like music videos, oh, animated well, trailers. I, I'm super it into it. So yeah. So the the Carry On trailer or the Carry On trailer, I think is what. Yeah. Um, like that, yeah, I was watching that and I was like, oh man, this looks so fucking cool. I'll, I'll be the dissenting voice and say Carrion. Carrion, okay, fair enough. What about you, Rodrigo? I- I'm going to go uh, the underdog and just go Raji and Ancient Epic because I, I haven't heard jack shit about that. <laughs> <laughs> I want it to be like the unexpected are thing. Are you, are you out of voting for it because, he- okay. Sure. Yeah, I want it to be like an underdog story. Hey man, as much as that whole community voting very democratic process is great, this is what happens when you, uh, <laughs> this is the price of democracy. Wow. Okay. So, uh, content creator of the year. This is a very interesting one for me because I know like a lot of these people. Not all of them, I know like three out of five. I'll probably uh, get just to, just to know one. But we have Alana Pierce, J.N. Lopez, yeah. Nick Marks, Tim the Tatman, and Valkyrie Ray. 
I guess Valkyrie. Uh, Ray. I don't know how to pronounce her entire name, but it's, I know her as Ray. Valkyrie. Valkyrie. Yes. Uh, this is like uh, the category is for streamer or content creator who has made an important positive impact on the community in 2020. I'm gonna lead on this. I'm gonna give a 12 on a Pierce. Like personally, like there's like no conversation for me. For me, it goes Lana. Like not only because like I already think that Lana is a cool person. She does a lot of cool work. She's a uh, she's a media insider on. She has a lot knows a lot about video game media. She's very open and tries to give an unbiased view on a lot of things that I think is interesting. But the main thing for me is that Alana has gone through a great effort to help make video games more accessible to people with disabilities. I think like, as you mentioned, like, I think it's pretty cool that she has gone, what, what is it now, six years? Like at the beginning it was with IBM, then it was with Funkhouse. Now she's like with Santa Monica. Like I just think she's a she's a writer for yeah for Santa Monica for a Santa yeah. Monica like video game, right? So I think they will be just like the the sherry on the top, you know, of the cake for her to end the year with this award. And, and again, I, I feel like the key, the key here is a positive impact on the community. I don't really I don't really follow many of these people. I know Alana because of Funhouse, but I don't really follow her that much in her own stuff. And I heard a lot about the positive things she did. Uh, Tim the Tamman also did some amazing stuff with Fall Guys. He, he, he united Twitch one day on his eight-hour Fall Guys stream when he finally won. There is the guy that a, they made a documentary about? I, is, is it? He's the guy that didn't win, uh, couldn't win a Fall Guys game. Yeah, they, they made a stream. doc. We made a they, doc about him. I wasn't aware of that. They made a doc about him, like yeah. trying to gain an, uh, no, a crown in. Yeah, no, and honestly, it was very beautiful. Like the whole of like Twitter and Twitch was all talking about it, like very unified into cheering for this guy to get his first crown. And honestly, also like great unifying impact for him. It's just that, like, like uh, again, what I learned those for me is like bigger. Like helping disabled people is something that I'm always gonna stand aside and being more inclusive to people. Something that I'm always gonna stand behind, and that just takes it for me. Uh, Alana as well. Okay. Stands out to me as one of the names that um, that I know that is also yeah been associated with a lot of really positive stuff. So, one time we can achieve some sort of cons uh, council on something. This will this day will be remembered the day that Alana unified to <laughs> The fact that this says confirmed, I have more questions for myself than I have. A best multiplayer game. This is a more interesting one. Uh, for an outstanding online multiplayer game and design, including co-op and massive multiplayer experiences, irrespective of game genre and platform, I have a very specific right. Let me read the thing before I go on my rant. We have Animal Crossing New Horizons. We have Call of Duty Warzone. We have Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout. We have Valorant, and we have Among Us. I have a complaint. What Among Us complaint? should not be on this list. Among Us has no biz. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm like I love Among Us. I play it a lot. It's a two-year-old game. It has no business being on this list. We need this is a 2020 awards. I'm sorry, Jeff Kelly, that you didn't pay attention to Among Us when it came out. No one did. Kind of sucks that it happened. But I, I feel like this is shouldn't be here personally. But at the end of the day, like it, it also will be kind of like playing dumb the fact that a lot of people has been connecting to each other and also kind of like just enjoying their quarantine while playing Among Us, you know, like that's that's the thing that has been going on, like, and also like just think about I mean, it, like yeah, Among yeah. Us, you could see it everywhere, you could see it in Twitch, you could see it in YouTube, like it dominated, like the two years old, but it dominated the whole year. I mean, same thing could be said about a lot of games, same thing could be said about Phasmophobia that came out this year, and Phasmophobia is on the list, right? Like, why is Among Us more deserving than Phasmophobia, for example? 
or any other of the thousands of multiplayer games that became big on Twitch. I do think that this is a lot of the uh, of the the game awards trying to give light to a game that wasn't given light before, and that is commendable. I just like I I don't know how I feel about it. Agree, but but let's say if you're not counting among this among this among this year or whatever. But it's here. It's here, and I'm not gonna vote for it because I'm gonna vote for Fall Guys. Okay. Fair enough. Vote for Fall Guys. I feel like for me, Fall Guys is like not only it's a multiplayer game, but it's a super different multiplayer game. And it reminds me a lot of that sponsored Doritos game that they had with Microsoft, Doritos Crash Course, and I love it. And it worked. It's like this whole like it's this different type of multiplayer game that <laughs> took Twitch and Twitter by storm and held it for a good month. And I love it. It's like it's different. It's not a shooter. It's not a racing game. It's something new. And that's enough to get my vote. Um, well, you know, I would. I, I definitely get where you're coming from with with the Among Us uh, position. Don't you dare, don't you dare. Oh, see, well, I wasn't going to. You just said, "Don't you dare!" So now it's happening. I vote Among Us. <laughs> God nice. damn it! You gotta stop. You gotta stop doing that to me, man. Like you're just anytime you tell me not to do something, you're begging God me to do it. Fucking like, damn you! Come on. Yeah. Contrarian, the contrarian Andy over here. God yeah, damn it! That's me. All right, Andy. <laughs> okay. Well, for me, it's also among, uh, not, not Among Us, it's uh, Fall Guys. Okay. It's Fall Guys, because I remember at the beginning of the year, like, the, the pandemic hadn't even, like, hit full point. And in my mind, I just had, like, man, wouldn't it be cool to have, like, a multiplayer, like, online super massive multiplayer of, like, Wipeout or something, or, like, a Japanese yeah. playing game or something? And then, like, and yeah, like, Fall Guys came in, and I was like, So, yes, so, so you're saying Fall Guys stole your idea? Are you saying Fall Guys stole your idea, then? No, I don't think they stole my idea. I just thought, oh, so, like, wait, it would have been cool to have something like that. Very quickly, we're talking about Fall, Fall Guys. Have you guys ever, like, stopped and listened to the Fall Guys soundtrack? Yeah, it's amazing. Like, the, the main theme of Fall Guys? It's... Yeah. Fucking slap. It's so crazy, but it, it slaps. Let's, let's talk best sim and strategy games. So yes. best, best simulation and strategy game, best game focused on real time and turn-based mm -hmm. We have Crusader Kings 3, we have Desperados 3, we have Gears Tactics, we have Microsoft Flight Simulator. Why? Because sim, it's the only sim on this list, I believe. Well, that's we fucking have, stupid. And we have, yeah, it's like four strategy games and a sim. And we have XCon Chimera Squad. Yeah, that's a, what a oh. stupid lineup. Ooh, a, yeah. Well, the thing is, like, this one I do actually have some some opinions on and some stuff to say. Because I've heard, I have actually heard that Microsoft Flight Simulator, as simulators go, is, like, so in-depth and realistic that they're actually talking about, like, using it to, to train pilots and stuff, which is crazy that, like, a video game is that insane. I don't know if that's actually going to happen, but supposedly they've been discussing it. Um, because it's like, so it's impressive, like technical performance, I would say, but not exactly a, like, a, you know, a I don't want to play a video game. Yeah. And I don't want to play a video game that people do as a job. That sounds, <laughs> that's not for me. Some people might enjoy it. Not for me. Um, and then, uh, XCOM Chimera Squad. Fuck that. Is XCOM light? Yeah, I guess I've, it's I a enjoy cool story, it, and it's fun to like as like an epilogue to see like where the world went after the games. But 
it's 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 XCOM light. It's not quite like it's. Yeah. It's very much XCOM light. I, I do love I do love Chimera Squad, but it's very much XCOM light. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I would say Crusader Crusader Kings three. Um, I haven't even played the third one, but I I'm know sorry. because I've played the, uh, the previous Crusader Kings and tons of Paradox games. I'm with, sorry, like, guys. All strategy lineup. It's I'm so sorry, good. guys. So I, I, I I gotta do it. I gotta do it, guys. I'm sorry. Okay. I, I gotta do it. You gotta do it to him. I, I gotta do it. I'm sorry. I, I have to. I'm, I just I just like Microsoft games too much. And I oh, actually, fuck I, off, I, I, I just like years of four too much, man. I'm like one of the I'm one of the twelve. I'm one of the twelve last Rio fans of Gears of War. Man, and I actually enjoyed playing Gears Tactics. Gear Tactics was fun. It was like it was like again. It was very much XCOM, but a bit dumbed down. It's a skin of XCOM, pretty much. It's, yeah, but they had the Gears of War teams, and you could customize your own Gears of War. No. Oh, and you had no. all the cool Gears of War armor. No, 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 no. See, it's it's Arthur over here with the, with little Gears of War figurines. He's like, yeah, yeah, you <laughs> shoot the alien, and then and then you guys, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Arthur, you said it before. Oh, I'm going to say it to you this time around. You're objectively wrong in this one. Like, <laughs> like you're, you're, like you're definitely wrong. <laughs> you know, you know, you know what I'm, I'm probably am, but I just have too much. You know what? I didn't even enjoy. Let me be 100 real. I didn't even enjoy playing Gears Tactics that much. <laughs> but I did love like playing dress up with my gears. I love going to the barracks and like, well, I'm gonna paint your armor black and red because you fought in the Pendulum Wars and you have the red from the Pendulum Wars and you have this insignia that you got on this battle. I'm like creating the little lore of each Gears of War character. <laughs> like, God. And I had does it have so permadeath? It does it have permadeath. Good, because that's it, like the best feeling, has, best worst feeling. Like best, yeah, I don't know. Exactly. Like you create this lore around a character. Exactly. And and I didn't get that from my Chimera Squad because the Chimera Squad doesn't have permadeath and doesn't have fixed characters. So I got that. I got that from Gears too. Just having my Gears mm -hmm. buying the locus. And also, Gears Tactics is like on the best part of the Gear Saga during the first trilogy. Oh, also, also, can can we agree on something? Like, if you're playing XCOM with no permitted, like you're definitely like playing wrong, like overall. I mean, yes, I mean, what are you stupid? No. Yeah, like. What? Well, sorry. What are you stupid? What are you a coward? Play with permitted. Fucking cowards. Okay. Also, I think all the previous ones, even on easy mode, XCOM one and two, both are permadeath systems. Like, there's no way to turn permadeath. Oh, uh, the first one you mean UFO defense, right? The the yeah, the really old ones. Yeah, U UFO. No, I mean, sorry, the modern XCOM games. Any, any, no. There's no. No, you can no, turn. Yeah. You can turn off permadeath. You can turn off permadeath. Wow. Yeah. No, no, no. So, uh, characters. No, you can. You can't turn off permadeath. If someone dies on a mission, they will always die. You can just like save like a motherfucker and save. Oh scum. yeah, you save scum. Yeah. Save scum yeah. out of it. I, I believe. Uh, yeah. No, you play Iron Man. Don't, don't be a fucking coward. Play Iron Man mode. Okay, so um, you, just so we can move. Like I think I said it before in this podcast. Like Crusader Kings three. What a freaking master. Like, yeah, but can, but can you customize your Crusader Kings of different Crusader Kings armors and give them a story? Th there you go. And then they die for ticker bomb? Yeah, there you go. Next next patch, uh, 1.2, oh, no. is going to give you that option. So shut the fuck well, up, Arthur. Well, yeah, well, next patch, eh? Well, too bad. We're talking about current news. So Gear Tactics takes it. Uh, I'm skipping Best Family because none of us have families. We are all orphans. So that's bad. <laughs> 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 wow. Thanks for reminding me, man. Whoa! Fighting game. Okay, I have a. I, wow, I hate this lineup. I, I don't know who did this lineup. I hate it. Like this, this. this oh, okay. Who are they? Who so, best fighting game for the best game designed primarily, primarily around head-to-head -head combat. We have Grand uh, Grand Blue Fantasy versus 
Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate, Street Fighter V Champion Edition, One Punch Man, A Hero Nobody Knows, and Under Night in a Birth X. You mentioned, like, the only one that I can say is a, a decent, not, not super spectacular, but a decent fighting game is Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate. Like, Street Fighter, like, what the fuck? Why is that there? Like, Mortal Kombat! Mortal Kombat! Street Fighter 5 is getting better, I guess, but it's Street Fighter uh, Man! It wasn't there, great. They were like five fighters at the beginning yeah, of, no, when they released like, that fucking game. That I, game, I, I, don't, I don't care how much you have, you have upgraded that game. Like, just because of that fact that they stole people's yeah. money for a full price game for five fighters, I'm like, fuck you. you. Yeah, no, no, this shouldn't be here. Yeah, no, man. No, I, I, I don't. Wait, wait, wait. I don't care wait, about the, story. Man. The, the game is the, trash. Dude. The anime series is cool, but the game, the, the, the game gameplay is... that I have seen, like, is shit. Like, it's you know what? You know what? Let's 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 do the, let's you know what? A soul for a soul. Let's do the, the Thanos trade. A soul for a soul, right? An anime game for an anime game. Take off one punch man, my hero. Nobody knows, and put in a game that's currently on Evo 2020. Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Yeah. An actual good fighting game that had uh, got a huge update on 2020, so it would qualify by my update category. <laughs> it's like Mortal Kombat 11 is here because it got a huge update on the Ultimate Edition, and Street Fighter got the Switch Champion Edition. So it's here, put Dragon Ball Z here, Dragon Ball Fighter Z. That's that's a game I want to see here. It's probably be my vote. It's either Dragon Ball Fighter Z or Mortal Kombat. Since Dragon Ball Fighter Z is not here, I'm gonna give it to Mortal Kombat. I'm really amazed how how much in this episode I'm agreeing with Arthur. Like I'm I'm definitely <laughs> yeah. amazed. It's a Christmas Look, miracle, I, you guys. I, like holy shit. I, I, I can make sense sometimes. Okay? Sometimes sometimes don't don't, uh, don't, get, don't get too like too excited. Like sometimes. I just I, I I know my fighting games. All right, I know my fighting. This is a tough business oh, to yeah. run for oh, president. Oh, no, you're a tough guy, Jeb. Let's talk about best role playing game. Uh, for the game's best design of rich player character customization progression, including massively multiplayer experiences. We have Final Fantasy VII Remake, Genshin Impact, Persona 5 Royal, Wasteland 3, and Yakuza Like a Dragon. My vote is going to go to Yakuza Like a Dragon because Fuck all these other games, with the exception of maybe what? Persona 5. Look for Persona 5 Royale. <laughs> <laughs> On a personal level, very disturbing to me. That make, turns me off the game. That it is a looter-based game. And part of the, loot, the looting is collecting characters. Right? In Genshin Impact, you're saying. In Genshin Impact. It's a looter, like Destiny, like the Avengers game, like all those games. It's a looter. <laughs> also Fuck the Avengers game. Fuck the Avengers game. <laughs> we were saying fuck, fuck the Avengers game. But, but, but yeah, it's a loot, right? And part of the loot of Genshin Impact is anime girls. And I don't know how I feel playing a game where part of my goal is collecting anime girls. Waifus, please. Waifus. I'm sorry. I don't know how I feel about collecting waifus on it. Like, I like Destiny. Wars, man. No, no. Must have. Must no. Fuck that culture. Fuck that culture. No, no, I'm sorry. Arthur, no. sorry. You're, you're, sounding, you're, you're sounding like a boomer right now. Like, no, if you fuck, don't understand. No, fuck waifu <laughs> wars. Like, fuck. <laughs> Action adventure game for the best action adventure game combining comedy traversal and puzzle solving. We have wow, like two of these games just came out, like came out last week. We have Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Ghost of Tsushima, Marvel Spider Man Miles Morales, Ori and the World of the Wisps, Star Wars Jet 
Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order was 2020? God. What the fuck was this year? And uh, Last of Us Part 2. No. Oh. No. <laughs> the, the gamers are gonna get upset. No, for, for me, like, it's Ghost of Tsushima. Like, I think it, it matched both the adventure and the action part. Like, I, I love the complex system of, like, changing stance and all that kind of stuff. But also, like, I like that the world of... Uh... I'm, I'm sorry, I, ha- I have to stop you right there. What? I, nothing against Ghost of Tsushima. But well, there's nothing complex about the concept. Super, system on the super complex. Super it's very complex. simple. It, it's need, very, it's very need, good. It's very, it's very good and fun. But it is a simple system. You need like a thousand billion IQ to, to play. You need ten thousand hours of Ghost of Shiva to master this, the pressing up on yeah. the D-pad. And I don't mean to brag, but I have a very large brain. A big difference between Ghost of Tsushima and I guess the Assassin's Creed games, especially the new ones, is that Ghost of Tsushima doesn't force you, like, it's not, oh, I'm gonna go collect this because I wanna have my map clear and I wanna, I wanna collect, I'm a, a collection person, I'm gonna do every single one. No, it's because I'm gonna do this because it's gonna increase my HP or it's gonna increase my stamina or it's gonna give me something that's gonna make my, my sword swing stronger, right? And do more damage. So, like, you're, you wanna do these things because you wanna get better at the game, not because you wanna check an invisible checkbox on your head which yeah. makes it a lot more interesting because like you feel like you're progressing as you're exploring you tie progression and exploration in one thing which is what ubisoft fails every single time of their games yeah because right now even i'm like i just grabbed up uh watch of legion and like i still have a, lo- a bunch of like shit in the map but it's like i'm, I'm done you know like the, the main, yeah. the main no story is, for you to do it yeah, yeah the main story is done like I, I don't have any reason to keep playing this game and i can't i really can't talk about um Spider-Man Miles Morales because unfortunately Sony did not reach out to sponsor us with the PS5 so we can't really talk about it maybe next time Sony you send one uh, at least one PS5 we can all share it in one room you know you don't need to send three PS5 just send one to the Moose Mike team and we can you know share it and play together maybe make a let's play free advertisement Sony come on think with your brain and because Sony's lied to me by not sending me a PS5 I will pick the Xbox Game Studios game Ori and the Will of the Wisps what a fucking beautiful adventure game dude Best action game. We have for the best game in the action genre focused primarily on combat. We have Doom Eternal. We have Hades. We have Half Life Alex. We have Neo 2. And we have Streets of Rage 4. Doom Eternal. This is tough for me, man. I have like three different games that I could easily take it for me. Uh, for me, it's Doom Eternal. Like, ever since the they. Soft rebooted, not really rebooted because of the whole storyline. Yeah, it's, it's not an, an actual reboot, it's, right? It's a sequel, like, technically. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. the same storyline. Yeah, but after like the 2016, am I it's right? A, yeah, it's a soft reboot, is what they call it. Yeah, but after that, like those two games have been like fucking amazing. Like you, you can feel yeah. the adrenaline while you're playing. Yeah, but Hades though. But I Hades, haven't played though. it. Hades, oh, Hades, Hades though. my beautiful boy. But for me, it ends up being Hades and Doom Eternal. And I'm, 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 I'm falling. Dum, dum, I'm dum, falling. I'm falling towards the actual Doom Eternal. Fuck yeah! No, and, the re- and the reason no. being is that I think Hades is the better game overall. But if you're talking about action and action alone, I like I like I like Hades's action. It's not my favorite thing about the game. Doom Eternal, the action is my favorite thing about the game. Like there's the speed and the, the grappling hook and the double jump, but there's a the rip and tear. So I'm gonna give it to Doom Eternal for me. 
My eyes have been open. The best community support. Recognizing what? game for outstanding community support, transparency, responsiveness, inclusion of social media activity, and game updates and patches. We have Apex Legends, Fall Guys, Ultimate Knockout, Fortnite, No Man's Sky, Valorant, and Destiny 2. Oh. Oh. Well, we sorry. all know which one you're voting for. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, okay. Let me talk about De Destiny 2. Yeah. Bungie, the community team at Bungie. Destiny 2? You can fuck right off. <laughs> you can fuck right off my program. Get out. Out. Right fucking out. I don't, I don't give a shit if you're going through our team, guys. Get out of my program right now. You're uninvited to host Boost Anyway, uh, Destiny 2 has one of the most transparent community teams and game directors on the, on the industry right now. Honestly, you can complain about whatever you want about the game. I've never played it, so I'm just giving you shit. Game development is hard, so Destiny has its failings as in any live service game. It's also the kind of the first game of its kind. There's nothing quite like it. I mean, there are people trying to be like it these days, but Destiny's it's like it's the World of Warcraft of its own genre, right? And because there's a lot of complications developed, and the development team is one of the most transparent teams on the games industry. Honestly, I feel like the way Luke Smith talks with his community should be an example to every single game studio out there. Just just for, to sum it up, you know, and also for the Destiny like marketing team, he's saying, hey, please give me stuff, give me oh, loot, yeah. give me shit from Destiny and I will yeah. promote it. Yeah, I that, will. That, 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 so yeah, the, the, the Ray Jacket, that Ray Jacket that you guys are, that, uh, yeah, two days from now, Saturday is the Raid race as well on Destiny. But uh, yeah, that raid jacket you guys are selling, $175. You could send one for me for free, right? I I'm gonna I'm gonna participate in the raid race. I'm gonna achieve it. You could just like kill the fee for me, right, Bungie? Come on, you can kill the fee. I, I paid enough money for Destiny. Video Not games. voting Destiny, just to spite you. <laughs> so. so, I'm yeah. I mean, there there are some people who just live oh. life being absolute pricks, I guess. Mm -hmm. just it's just so funny to me how, how defensive you are about Destiny. So I just, I just, I can't, I can't help myself, man. If okay, but just like absolute joy and being pricks. What can I do? Okay, Stafford, but you're not voting for Destiny, but like, for what are you voting for? Uh, well, that's no. It. No, no Man's Sky had a pretty significant glow up, man. I mean, I'm like, no, wait, no, wait, exactly hold the fucking community management, but they exactly a hold the fucking phone. It's, it's not about best glow out. It's not about which game hit puberty best. It's about community management. And No Man's Sky, although a very good game right now, there was essentially no community management for a good few months on that game. Like, it, yeah. when it went dark, well, they fixed it, right? I also vote for No Man's Sky. How? Are you, I mean, what? I, mean, I wasn't voting for No Man's Sky. Two against one, Arthur. Okay, sure. We're voting for No Man's Sky. It's happening. 2v1. It goes to No Man's Sky. So, when I say that democracy is not the optimal system of governments, is what I mean. <laughs> you know? Best indie game! For outstanding creative and technical achievement in a game made outside the traditional political system. We have Carry On, which I don't know, Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout. Fall Guys is an indie. Fall Guys is indie. It's Devolver. I, I, both Carry On and Ultimate Knockout are Devolver published games. So I guess Devolver, I guess Devolver games can get away being indie for some loophole they have, but I wouldn't consider it. Are they developed by Devolver or are they published, published by Devolver? I believe they're published by. That's Devolver. that's probably the big difference. Is that the? Anyway, I don't know. Anyway, Hades, Spelunky Two. Devolver publishing Spitter. them is. 
Yeah, Stanford is freezing. Nice. Yeah, freeze. I mean, it's Hades. Hades. Oh, it's Hades. Beautiful, beautiful boy. Hades is. It is Hades. In fact, I'm gonna sign it's it. So like, oh, it's oh, so good. I'm actually gonna sign it right now. Vote it. Okay, for me, it's Fall yeah, Guys. Super Giant Games. Dude, Hades is. No. I haven't played no. Hades until I played. I cannot say. What but the for fuck? Me. What are you, what, why are you not playing the game of the year? Like it's. Because I'm playing. I'm playing again. No, uh, no more heroes. Why are you? <laughs> because it's my favorite game of all times. Why don't you play Hades and that becomes your favorite game of all time? Because I like No More Heroes. Best score in music. We have... Ooh. Hades. We have... Doom Eternal. Final Fantasy VII Remake. Hades. Ori and the Dirt World of the Wisps. And Last of Us Part Two. I, let me let me start by saying that whoever voted Last of Us is just objectively wrong. Like what I, I mean, whatever you say about wow. that game, whatever you say about that game, like I actually quite, I actually am okay with the story and the elements and all that. Hey, I just very dislike the, the the soundtrack options, right? Like uh, Ellie singing T "Take Me On" on the middle. Ugh, no, but but you know what? I, I like choices. And it's not even the soundtrack of or the score of The Last of Us. I love all the freaking YouTube tutorials of how you can play like different songs with LED guitar, you know? That, that's the only good thing about uh, The Last of Us music. But, but if you ask me to vote from one of those, I, I will say Doom Eternal because it's fucking metal. Like, how it's fucking amazing. Voting, how are you guys not voting for Ori, dude? How are you guys not voting for fucking Because Darren Corb, man. Like, Darren Corb. Ori, though. Ori has, has such a good soundtrack, and Ori's soundtrack oh, meshes with the game so well. Like it's yeah, it's like it, it's not like the soundtrack in Ori is essentially like an organic part of the game, and I just love it. For me, and, and, and to, to be fair, it might be the winner. Like, but I, I like to support freaking metal, and like the, the that score from uh, from Doom, Doom Eternal and, and the, the other Doom. Hey, hey, you, like, wait, wait, wait do you have like a, a personal blacksmith on your apartment just like grinding a sword away? No. What's that fucking grinding noise in the back? Oh, it's another. Excuse me? It's another crying. It's a crying other. Uh, you wanna what? get you wanna go into that more? You wanna, you wanna get that? Yeah you, you wanna go? Yeah it will reach it will reach like 10k subscribers like I I might be able to go deep into that. Okay, all right. Uh, let's say if we get like, if we when we open a Patreon, it's gonna be a Patreon goal. How about that? Yeah, it's sure. The otter story. So for now, yeah, it's just part of the lore. Yes, yeah, so Rodrigo has a crying otter. Best art direction for an outstanding and creative or technical achievement in artistic design and animation. We have Final Fantasy VII remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, Ori and the World of the Wisps, and Last of Us Part Two. Also, I need to say this, whoever picked the picture on the Game Awards website for Let's Us Part 2, it feels like every time I see it, it feels like it's a non-available option because it's just dark enough that it looks like it's locked out. You know, like we have like a locked out <laughs> character on Street Fighter and the portrait is a bit like grayer. That's how it looks on the Game Awards website. Like, yeah. uh, like a, uh, a new fire is approaching, kind of like... Yeah, thing. like I feel like I can't vote for Last of Us because it's locked, you know? I don't have it unlocked. I cannot vote for it. Yeah, that's uh, Easily Hades, like they are our direction. Hades is it's just amazing. Ghost of Tsushima, no, get the fuck out of here. No, 
You don't have to play Hades to know that they are direction of the game. Have you seen the pictures of Hades? Yeah, I've seen some pictures and I've seen like some some gameplay and some uh, so some good. trailers, but and you're telling that you didn't, the, you didn't the, fact, the fact that it's stylized and it's stylized in, in a really cool way that I'm not going to take that away for me it doesn't make it the best art design. But it's unique. It's like goes to okay. So here's my thing. It goes to Toshima. It's beautiful and it's stylized, but it's also just that it's it's the Sony triple exclusive, right? It's realistic. It's like Last of Us. It's like God of War. It's like Spider Man. They all have like their own specific little thing. The art style they bring through is the realistic one, which is what every triple A game does. Halo does it. True Gears of War. Does. Every game wants to be realistic because it, it it's what these studio these studios and uh, console developers and companies do to say here here here's how big my gaming dick is because I can run this 4K game at 60 FPS and look how beautiful realistic it is and that's why all these games look realistic. The reason why I put Hades is that Hades doesn't attempt to look realistic. Hades is unique and not like it's just its own thing and i and think that is its credit and that's fair that's fair enough like and i'm not as i said like i'm not going to take that away and, and like it, it might be the winner i'm not saying like anything in the contract i'm not i'm play, i'm saying it because i have experienced ghost of shima and i haven't played like hades maybe like that that's the reasoning behind like maybe as i said but for me like the whole aesthetic of tsushima like the whole thing like for me it, it sold it for me you know like it, it, it like the whole music the whole world like the whole like everything from ghost of Tsushima, like it sold me into playing the experience Man, you know you have to play hades i i feel like if you had actually played hades this, this is such an easy answer for me and i bet it's like even easier for stafford everything about that game's art design and direction like everything is made of like so much talent and personality i believe is like what i want to use like it's that game has so yeah. much charm and personality to it well and i i know like specifically Oh yeah, go ahead. Well, just specifically like the character design in that in that game is is really fantastic. Like, they're playing. I mean, like you're it's it's Greek mythology, right? So there's so much sort of pre preconceptions about the characters and so many different ways that they've been depicted and all this. But they did such a good job of like designing their characters in such a way that they're all so interesting. Just just in like just on just on a silhouette just on a straight or not not a silhouette sorry but just just like a single solid like image of the character it's just so visually like interesting and, and um, all I mean, like charon has a freaking like the the boatman and, and like the thing about hades too is like a no character looks like another character the boatman of the river sticks has a fucking cowboy hat he does and, and, and no character looks alike on hades like every character is very unique under their own style no character looks the same which is like well, that, that kind of sounds like I just wrapped up um, watching Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and it sounds kind of like that thing, to be honest. Where did that come from? <laughs> that came out of such a left field for <laughs> Wow. I love it. Yeah, I'm just not in love with it, you know? I'm going to move. I want to get you best game of the year, because game of the year is going to be a discussion, because if anyone picks the wrong choice, we'll grim them for it. But let's get onto best narrative, which has... 13 Sentinels, I just rim. I don't know who that game is. Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, and Last of Us Part II. So I'm going to make a bet that Rodrigo's going to say Ghost of Tsushima and Stefan's going to say Hades. Will oh, I be correct with that? Yeah, you'll be correct about that. 
Okay, I know how this the rest of the show is gonna so go from I'm, now on. I'm that I'm that meme of Midoriya with the doll who's just like bouncing up and down in his chair. Like, that's me right now, guys. Yeah, that's me. That's let's just imagine that that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm so fucking sorry, like, Rodrigo. It's Hades. I, I don't know. I don't know about Hades. Hades just just it 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 combines its storytelling with its gameplay on such a Every yeah. time you die on Hades, oh, yeah. it's canon. The story progresses. Like, you don't, if you die, you don't get a game over. The story moves on when you die. There's progression yeah. every time you die. Like the it's, way it's you... designed and it's very like intentional that you die because that's how the story progresses. Like, it takes advantage of the fact that it's a roguelike and actually like builds the narrative around the fact that it's a roguelike, not separate from it. David Cage. People acknowledge that you die. People acknowledge that you've killed them. People like it progresses your relationships and your relationships change as you progress through the game by dying and by killing people. Like D D David Cage. Yeah. David Cage has one okay quote. I know, right? I know, I know. It's a fucking podcast. David Cage. Man, I'm, I really oh. look forward that one fucking day we David have Cage. David Cage in the show just so you F can say. Fucking David Cage. You can yes. say this to his face, or either like we can show all the clips that you have cheated on him, you know, and you get banned. Like you get banned right away from him. D David Cage has one okay quote, which I agree with, which is, "Game over screens are a failure of the game designer." And although I don't think it's the case for every game, I feel like games that don't have game over screens and the game progresses and you have consequences when you die and things happen when you die, are games that are better because of it because they're more interesting. It's the whole concept behind D&D. When your character dies or you do something, there's consequences to it, and you can't just replay a checkpoint. Things just move on. That's this. That's what happens in Hades. Every time you die, the story moves forward. You have so, dialogue, you have interactions. So you're saying that, uh, what's the fucking name of that? Uh, Middle Earth Shadow of War, like that's like- yes! Yes, Middle Warp Shadow of War is a great you you thought you thought there was a gotcha, don't you? You no, thought gotcha, didn't you? I like it, but I, oh. I actually expected you for you to hate it. Like No, you, you thought it had me, didn't you? You thought this was yeah. a gotcha, didn't you? Oh yeah, yeah, I thought that. To be honest, gotcha. yeah, I thought that. I do not love Middle War. Actually, I don't like Middle Warp Shadow of War. I actually don't. There you go. However, however, the fact that every time you die to an enemy, the enemy will remember you and shit talk to you about the way he killed you. Or if you kill an enemy, it might survive and come back with a cut on its arm and re like come for vengeance and he has a friend or a brother. The fact that these things happen, it's like the nemesis system is amazing. And I would I never think, say it's not. I think we discussed it in another episode, but I will really I think like- It was uh, Ryan, well, Ryan went in yeah, yeah, yeah. why he loves the nemesis system. But I would love for another game to use the, ne the nemesis system more there often. A, there is a new, there's a game coming out. Yeah, the Batman game, the Gotham Knights game is gonna use a, a, something akin, akin to the nemesis system. Yeah. With this Court of Owls. To best game direction. And uh, it is awarded for outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design. And we have, Final Fantasy VII Remake. We have Ghost of Tsushima. We have Hades. We have Half-Life Alex, and we have Last of Us Part Two. And I swear to Christ, Rodrigo, if you tell me that Ghost of Tsushima no, innovation in game direction, I'm gonna fucking flip. No, I'm going to choose something, but also you're not going to like it. Uh, I'm going to choose the Last of Us Part Two. <laughs> wow! Why? <laughs> well, you, some, I expected nothing, 
and you delivered less. Same thing. Like I cannot say like anything about Hades because I haven't played Hades. Like that, that's the whole issue just, about this I'm episode. Just, I'm just like, begging you to take the L on this one. No. Say, okay. I never take that. No. I need to just say, uh, please, man. I need you on no. this one to take the L, please. No. Just, okay. Let's let's move to the next one before I have a heart attack. Game of the year. Recognizing a game that delivers the absolute best experience across all creative and technical fields. So, best game. The game of the year. Best game. Best picture. Doom Eternal. Final Fantasy VII Remake. Ghost of Tsushima. Hades. Animal Crossing New Horizons. And Last of Us Part Two. There is one. This is not subjective. There is one right option here. What's it going to be? So are you guys going to say something? <laughs> no, I'm waiting, I'm waiting on you. I know what Stefan's going to say. I know he's going to agree with me. I'm waiting on you, buddy. Well, I'm between two options. I'm between Ghost of Tsushima and Animal Crossing. <laughs> Hashtag fuck Hades. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, you're making Zagreus cry. Zagreus is crying, man, because he because he won't love him. He just he just wants his daddy. To... Man, like you know what, Animal Crossing is amazing, you know man. Like the you fact that you can like invite him. people to your island and just showcase them like the new buildings, the new Dude, roads, the fuck, like fuck, fish fuck, together. Dude, then the also you can grab butterflies together. Like I just what? think it's amazing, man. What the fuck are you talking about, Club Penguin? Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about Animal Crossing. Club Penguin in 2005. What the fuck are you talking about, man? Yeah, but Animal Crossing does it better in 2020. Sure, because it's been 15 years. Yeah. You know what? You know what? I'm gonna take a step back. I'm gonna take a step back. I, I need to understand no. that sometimes people have different opinions, and I can just understand that sometimes people are just gonna be wrong, and I just have to accept that they're wrong. And there's nothing I can do to make sure they understand they're wrong. Yeah, it's okay. Um, it's okay to be wrong, man. Like, don't worry. I almost, I understand you. Oh, like an actual masterpiece. Like Hades. man, man, man. Like have you, have you actually played Animal Crossing? Have you actually played Hades? No, I haven't. Have you? you no, no. But have you played Animal Crossing? And that's what I'm asking. No, I haven't. It's not my type of game. I don't like. I don't like management kind of. It's, but it's not management. Know. It's yeah, island building. Like no, no, no. It's not. He's about to go look it up to like see what the words used to describe the game. Man, man like I, I can't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let, 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 let me correct it. I'm not into education simulation games. My bad. I used the wrong term. Okay, so that. so for for that matter, you don't like education, so you're ignorant by default. It's okay. Man. I mean, don't I mean, worry. I, I mean, no, sure. No, don't worry. Don't worry, man. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay to be ignorant. Like, please, please, just don't make choices and leave society like prosper and just like be greater. <laughs> Day by day, but it's okay, man. Don't worry. I can have an ignorant friend. It's okay. Where is this conversation going? Look, man. All I'm saying is there was a revolution to proletariat. Tom Nook would receive the guillotine, and probably I would receive the guillotine at some point during it. True. And you know what? Probably you too, Rodrigo. We are, we are coastal. We are artists and coastal elites. We probably would receive. All of us probably be guillotined by a, a workers' revolution. So you know. So what? so so just to wrap up like that that point, like just. The, the, so the, we're the Animal Cro yeah, yeah, Animal Crossing, best game of the year. I mean, uh, I guess me, I guess it's time for the adults talk. Stafford Hades, right? 
Hades, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. If it's all moose, my throat is Hades. <laughs> he is not. <laughs> I'm still over here, Midoriya, man. I'm over here, back and forth, man. That's me. Man, but like, <laughs> like I don't want to sound like that guy, but like Stafford's boat doesn't count because the only new game he has played is like Hades, like. It, it's kind of like if you give bread to like somebody that has been caged and it's like well bread is the most fucking amazing thing that i have had in years you know and it's like well well yeah it's the only fucking new thing that you no. have had in years do you what a stupid fucking analogy no it's like you go to a restaurant and he picks something that he thinks he's like and he loves it no yes what a stupid analogy no, no one forced Stafford to play Hades and prohibited him to play anything else that's not what happened he chose oh, okay no no no, no no wait you're right you're right you're right it's a stupid analogy because it's it like what? having somebody cage and not giving him any food and then you give him bread and he's like oh bread is the most amazing thing in the world it's dope it is do you understand how analogies work I don't think you understand how analogies work I do I do because you... I play educational games I think, and I, think the best. I think you should play like a baby little big planet my oh, up your education level a little bit. I don't know. I need to think the other ones. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's like what a stupid analogy. No, because it will be like that, Rodrigo, if Stafford didn't have access to like a video game or any form of playing video games. And, and, like, that's, that's and, I, went, and I went to Stafford and I said, Hey Stafford, I will let you play video games on my Switch. But you can only play Hades on it. You cannot play any other game. Only Hades. But that's what's happened. <laughs> no, like, it's not. It is. Like, Stafford. Stafford, Stafford doesn't own a Switch. Stafford doesn't own a PS4. He doesn't own an Xbox. He moved and his roommates have a Switch. He played Hades. So that's what happened. Stafford, how many games do your roommates have on Switch? They uh, just have Hades? Ah, uh, Hades. Yeah, they got it. Yeah, they got it. <laughs> it's okay, man. If you like Red, it's okay, man. Don't worry. Like, is it on purpose? Yeah, yeah like, I gotta give me a bread sandwich, man. Do you want to just, Hades, are you Hades just trying to bread kill my brain cells? Yeah, bread, bread sandwich with no ham, no cheese, no lettuce, not, not anything, just bread. Mm -hmm. A sandwich of bread, that's it. I want to see Rodrigo, like, you know what? You know what? No, 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 this is me in 2018 at DFS walking up to you, being a dumb fuck and going, you know what, man? I get why you like Roma, but honestly, for me, Avengers Infinity Wars, best picture. I understand you like Roma, it's ours, you know that, but Infinity Wars, best picture. That's, that's how you sound right now. That's what you're doing. You're going, I get all the artistry of Roma and all like, the, the beautiful it has, but Infinity War, Infinity War is going to be. Well, I, I think in general, like, Animal Crossing has more alike with Roma than Hades, you know? We expected nothing, but you delivered like Why are you like this? <laughs> why are you so contrarian? Like, why are you so unfortunate? Man, because, like, like it's kind of annoying having Stafford just praising Hades. <laughs> like, because the... Hades is game of us, because Hades is actually, like, a creative, innovative game of the year. It's new, it's... It, it has, like, there's, like, not a bad thing about it. Everything about that game is exciting, it's new, it's interesting. 
And you're out Dude. here saying that fucking Ghost of Tsushima triple no. number 34 from Sony. But it's like the same as Animal Crossing, man. Like, Animal Crossing is also new, it's exciting. Like, it, it's cool. And, no, and also, no, like, like hey, 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 can you play multiplayer on Hades? Wait, 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 wait. What are you going on about? What are you no, 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 no. Like, how, can you play multiplayer on Hades? What? So, are you can you, can you Can you visit another people's pantheon, like, so, on so, Hades? So I don't think so. Is the implication here that for a game's be game of the year, it has to have a multiplayer component? I'm just asking, like... No, you're not. And, and by asking, you're implying. That's how this works. Oh, so that's, that's how it becomes? Like, if I just start asking questions about the game that I haven't yes, played, it's called, like, it, it becomes yes. this? Yes, it's called a leading question. <laughs> no, I'm asking. It, it, it does, no, it does not have a multiplayer. I mean, Daddy, why are you fighting? <laughs> no, it does not have multiplayer, no. And can you visit other people's pantheon? You can't, no. Then I don't consider it game of the year. Because is because you can't visit other people's pantheon? Is that the reason? No, because I can visit other people's islands in Animal Crossing. So you Ghost of Tsushima doesn't have a uh, multiplayer. It, does it has it has oh, well, you stupid like, idiots. No, I look like a jackass. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> See, this is so, why I stay silent during these things, guys. And so are you telling me that also in twenty eighteen God of War stole the award from the actual deserving winner, Red Dead Redemption 2. Because in Red Dead Redemption 2, you can visit other people's camps and see what they have unlocked and visit their little worlds. So is that the logic? So you think in 2018, because of the logic, Red Dead Redemption 2 should have won? Well, to, to be honest, like I, I didn't thought like God of War deserved that. Like again, I don't think I don't again, think it was like that. I, 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 again, like it's... the the fact that you can have like a, a it's, it's kind of like those guys from film school that is like oh I'm going to do a wonder just to look really cool. Like I, I felt that way with God of War, you know. Like it, it was like okay, cool, but nothing special to be honest. But Last of Us one though, everything special about it. beautiful game, great achievement in storytelling, right? And, and, and this year, best art, yeah, like yeah. Best, best game direction, yeah, sure. It doesn't make sure. Last of Us one true amazing, but God of War no, that's just generic and uh, it's film. As you said, it's a film school project essentially, right? Yeah. Cory Cory Balrog just an amateur really. Yeah. But Last of Us one and two, the most unique and creative stories in the zombie, the zombie yeah. genre. Yeah. Absolutely. Like no doubt about it. I'm supposed to be the dumb one, guys. I'm disappointed. I'm supposed to be the one with the lack. No, 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 no. Hey, 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 hey. Like this, what? Hey, Arthur, being ignorant does not make you dumb. Like, you still have opportunities to learn, man. And, like, I don't want you to feel like just because you're ignorant, like, you cannot learn more things in the future. So just relax, read a book, maybe play Animal Crossing, and don't worry, man. Like, you'll get through it. It's okay. So you're telling me that all this knowledge you have on, on life comes from Animal Crossing? Yeah. Now that we did a 15-minute bit, what's your actual game of the year? To be honest, yeah, and, and it's just because I didn't play Hades. Like we let let's just take that away. Like if I play Hades, who knows? Like maybe it will be Hades. But to be honest, Ghost of Shima will be my game of the year. Okay. That's acceptable. That's acceptable. That's okay-ish. Yeah. I mean, it's it's again. Yeah, I, we gotta I, we gotta at some point get you playing Hades, Rodrigo, because that's it. It's like again, I don't play. I will. Yeah, my opinion is biased given that I don't play very much uh, very uh, new games, but like it's just such a good example of. To give some actual, and, like yeah, I don't know. Go to, to give some actual context, right? I don't like roguelikes. I actually I don't enjoy roguelikes. I don't have. I don't like the genre. 
and even and despite that, Hades is like one of my top five best games of all time. That's how good Hades is. I don't like the genre it's presented on. I don't enjoy playing games of the genre. The game is so good that it's on my type, top five games of all time. All right. Uh, now let's uh, quickly talk about, before we get to less categories, let's talk about two categories that were left. Best ongoing. We have Apex Legends. We have Destiny 2. We have Call of Duty Warzone. We have Fortnite. And we have No Man's Sky. Playing these? Mm -hmm. That have played it, I would say Apex Legends because I also like its character design. I really enjoy the character design of Apex Legends personally. So, yeah. I mean, again, having never played anything, any of them, I I'm gonna actually go off character here. Although as much as I want to give it to Destiny, Destiny has hidden a rough path in the past year and a year or so. And I would say, like, it, although it, it has taken steps in the right direction to become a better game, Destiny has not improved to be a, a, a good game. As it was supposed to, like it's a it's a good game. It hasn't it hasn't improved to be a great game, right? Where it's where I want it to be. It's good, but it's not great. So I'd say No Man's Sky because I've seen like just the progress that the development team at Hello Games did with No Man's Sky. I just gotta give it to them. Like the, the it's as ongoing as it goes. No Man's Sky has just had a huge update this year to change everything on the game. So definitely, yeah, No Man's Sky for me. Funnily enough, we're going to agree on that. Like. Um, I was the first bat, one of the first batch of uh, of gamers that I was like look, really looking forward for No Man's Sky, and when it got released, I was I got super disappointed. Like I was like, "Fuck this thing!" I don't know. Like I think it's a game that you can actually enjoy and like spend hours and hours. Like now, before now or no, for the love of God, now never. Right, and that's uh, just because we're running out of time. I'm gonna move quickly to the la uh, the next one which is best performance. That's one we can talk about because we're filmmakers as well. Yay. So awards for individual for voice act, uh, voiceover acting, motion, and our performance capture. We have Ashley Johnson as Ellie on The Last of Us Part 2. We have Laura Bailey as Abby on The Last of Us Part 2. We have Daisuke Tsuji as Jin Sakai, and I'm sorry if I butchered the name, on Ghost of Tsushima. We have Logan Cunningham as Hades on Hades. And we have Najee Jader Again, sorry if I butchered the name again, as Miles Morales on Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales. I think I'd easily give it to Laura Bailey as Abby in Last of Us Part 2. I feel like the range, her range on that game and the emotions she was able to convey through her acting was just like movie-like. And I just really enjoyed watching her character on that game. And I, her performance is a great part of it. For me, that's Tsuyi. From Ghost of Tsushima game. Also, yeah, another great option. I wouldn't like his his acting's also. Again, that's the thing about these Sony these Sony games, right? Although I'm a bit fatigued from them, they are all they all have like amazing cast and actors because they are like attempting to be a movie like experience on video game form. So all their performances and all their characters and all their actors are all top level, like industry level. I also want to quickly mention something about Hades that I want to talk about very quickly. Uh, we're recording this on uh, International Man's Day. Funny enough, uh, 19th of November, International Man's Day. And the reason why I'm talking about Hades while talking for about the boys. one for the boys, because I feel like we as a global community are starting to acknowledge a lot of problems men face, like mental health, this talk, the whole toxic masculinity culture we live on that leads men to live isolationist lives that just worsen their mental health conditions and lead to a general lower satisfaction kind of life. And the reason I'm talking this in Correction of Hades is that one of the 
my favorite thing about Hades is I feel like Hades shows one of the best types of masculinity. I think the character of Zagreus on Hades, and I think like Stafford who played the game as well can back me up on this, is like an example, a good example of positive, positive masculinity. Of course, as every character in the game, he is sculpted like a Greek god, he's super hot, but that's kind of not my point. I just wanted to address that. My point why I think that he's like a great example of masculinity and why I'm shouting Zagreus out on International Men's Day and thanking the super giant staff to, for writing a character like Zagreus is that he, for me, is an example of a character that is just a top-notch example of masculinity because he is he's a, he's a man that know, knows what he likes, he has fun doing what he does, but he's also very respectable and very sociable of other people. Zagreus is a, a very kind person. He's not he's not a type of masculine guy like John Wayne or the Mandalorian. Like or or uh, what was his name? Like the super macho guy in video games, like Duke Nukem. Duke Nukem, yeah. He's not like oh, I'm cool. I fuck chicks. I, I no. Zagreus like he's a cool guy. He he likes fighting, so he fights a lot. But that's just because he likes it. He doesn't make a big deal out of it. You know, he is very kind to everyone, like, again, with the exception of his father, who he has issues with, uh, Hades. But Zagreus has, like, he's very kind to everyone he meets. And he's a very open and very social person. He's not afraid to talk about his flaws and his insecurities. And that's, for me, that's for me, pod, like, that's, and, like... It's, I, it's I, also I, worth pointing out, Arthur, that, like, because I, uh, I froze there for a moment, but you mentioned that he's not super nice to his father, but he is. Even even when he's receiving this negativity from from Hades and from Meg and from a lot of these characters, he remains exceptionally kind uh, and understanding and tries to understand their perspectives and tries to come to common ground. And to to wrongfully use the the, the uh, to use the wrongful term, right? The, the alpha male, that term that got debunked years ago when they, they had a study about how there's an alpha in the pack, but in reality, there's no such thing as alphas in wolf pack, and that's all. And a whole pseudoscience came out of it, right? But the term stuck. And it's a term like, for me, if, if alpha males were a thing, which they are not, the Zagreus would be the, the apis. Like he is a guy that like, he is not perfect. He has flaws and insecurities, but instead of hiding them or isolating them, or he just addresses them and he talks, he talks with people. He is very open and he's always kind. He never puts anyone down. He is very kind. He's very, he's a super, it, he's still not a doormat either, right? He doesn't become a doormat because he's kind. He still stands up for himself, but he's always tries to be the best in people, always tries to be kind. And I feel like that's an example, not only of like a great person, but like I feel like in today's age, masculinity has kind of gotten a bad rap because of the term toxic masculinity, which is an academic term for the problems of masculinity. And on a PR standpoint, it does paint men badly. And I feel like on International Men's Day, we got to celebrate good things about masculinity. And I feel like Zagreus, for me, on Haiti, Zagreus is the example of positive masculinity. That's it, we had some heatful discussions. We saw that Rodrigo was wrong about video games, as always. We proved that Arthur was ignorant. And yeah, and we and we got here, we survived. We might not have a yeah, mic next week, but uh, depends on how the, the five me and Rodrigo are gonna have yeah. this episode of Zen goes. But other than that- uh, Guys, I'm scared. Thank you for joining us. Uh, uh, let us know your predictions down in the comments below. Um, also, if you have like... Who wins at that battle between me and you? Is that the prediction? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, about... The, uh, yeah, let's clarify that. Uh, yeah, give us your predictions about the Video Game Awards. Uh, also, let us know if you find something that you want the three of us to talk about. 